in the paint. Filia with 12. A Fulter free throw line extended left. Clark comes off a screen three pointer. Swish oh, left to the it. top of the key. And there it is. 49 for Caitlin Clark. The single best scoring performance by an Iowa basketball player. Question up on Facebook How amazing is all time NCAA women's scoring leader Caitlin Clark? You just heard the highlight there. She wraps up the game with a career high 49 points. Breaks the NCAA scoring record for women's basketball. And now we'll uh, chase down at least one of two legends in the uh, AIAW era in the 70s. How amazing is she? And Craig says, it's Caitlin Clark's world and we're just living in it. Steve says, more entertaining than the jazz. Nice shot. And uh, Steve Williams says, Goat! the greatest of all time. I just think you have to appreciate her ability and the way she can handle all this unbelievable adulation that's just coming her way. I mean, it's incredible. Doesn't seem to throw her off track. Doesn't seem to throw off track in Iowa. Go anywhere in that state. And she's brought a lot of attention to a sport that could use attention. Well, you know, usually gets mocked and scorned. One of the dumbest arguments that I've ever heard, and it just chafes me every time. Oh, well, a good high school boys team can beat that team. So what? So what? A good uh, 10-year-old team could be beaten by a good 15-year-old team. There's certain physical advantages that some folks have. And I I hate that comparison. You know, the soccer team got beat, the U.S. soccer team, by a bunch of high school kids or whatever, or some high school all-star team or so. So what? What does that have anything to do with it? So what? Who cares? They're not, they're not competing against them, competing in their own realm, so to speak. So she's brought a ton of positive, positive publicity to a sport that I don't want to say desperately needs it, but could use it because if you can't appreciate that, there's no yeah buts. I, I get the ball smaller, so what? I, I don't care about that. I mean, the hands are smaller too, so it, it's fine there. But to be draining shots from 35 feet as if they're two feet, le- two foot layups all the time, how's that not impressive? It is impressive, and I just wonder where the sport is evolving because it looks different. In the previous segment, we were talking about the Jazz. There were people posting about this. The game has changed big time, right? It doesn't look like the game from 10 years ago. It definitely doesn't look like the game from 25 years ago. It has changed so much. And Steph Curry was just in town. You know, He didn't hit a bunch of logo threes last night. But he does that kind of stuff. And Lillard does that kind of stuff. Now Caitlin Clark is doing it. When we have Steve Cleveland on, he talks about how he goes to his grandkids' game and the 10-year-olds they go straight to the three-point line, and they're hoisting them up, and furthermore, they're hitting a bunch of them. So when 10-year-olds watch this, and they've been watching Steph Curry, where does the game go? Where does it evolve to? And what, how different is it going to look in 10 years? Because I think it is wildly entertaining, and absolutely 10-year-olds are going to emulate Caitlin Clark without question. Well, you can emulate all you want, but you got to do it. Yeah, and most and most people can do it, but there's another generation of really good basketball players. Like you say, the game always reinvents itself. Another generation of players come on, come on the scene, and whatever the sport, they put their own spin on it. And that's what this 
generation of shooters is doing in basketball, and where does it go from here? Because there was a time we would never see those 35-footers. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that the the philosophical nature of the game is different, but I don't know that we're going to see players being able to do what she's doing. They're taking it to the extreme. She's taking it to the mm-hmm. extreme. So the, the the amount of threes is always going to increase. But there's there's only a limit. I mean, the, what the Jazz shoot forty nine? They were supposed to shoot seventy. I actually think just the constant barrage of three. I do find that a little boring. Because it looks the exact same. Yeah. And I thought in the Jazz game there was this, uh, a portion of it at a time that it was looking a little... All right, when they were just kind of doing the same thing. It's like baseball, before they changed the rule, the strikeout home run. The home run is exciting, but if that's all I'm getting, it's also a little boring. Yep. Because you're not having the athleticism of some of these guys that if you hit a gapper, watch them book it and see how they run and how they cut the corner to make sure they're mm-hmm. minimizing their steps to get the third right. and so forth. And some so right there's fi- other ways to be entertaining. Some right fielder stepping up and just throwing the ball on a line to second base to throw some guy out, you lose that. Yeah, and the changes that they made, they put the running aspect back into the game, more athleticism rather than dudes just, oh, what's my launch angle? And if I K, so what, as long as I get a home run. Uh, so I, and, that, and I think the public responded to that too. So it's important that you don't come predictable and just become an offense of just passing it around and then one guy drives and another defender on the other side collapses and he throws it over to the guy standing on the wing and he hoists a three. I mean, we can't have that either. You still you want to be able to have part of the beauty of basketball to me is the team aspect of passing the ball around the perimeter, putting it inside, going outside, moving the ball to get an open shot and having the form of unselfishness rather than moving the ball to constantly take the three. Because obviously you're going to miss more shots than you make from the three, but because you get one more point, you know, I realize it's effectiveness. So I still like, I like a blend, not one exclusively over the other. Well, once teams are all playing five-out basketball because everybody shoots threes, it ought to favor people who can drive because there'll be less help, if any at all, beat your guy and get to the hoop. Yeah, I thought one of the better plays in the game against the Warriors was Keontae George going down the right side, and I believe he got a three-point play. It was a, Maybe he didn't, but it was a nifty play for him to get to the basket. And when the next Shaq comes along, how are you going to double-team? How far will you have to go? I mean, the post-up play goes away, but at some point does it come back because – and I know Locke will give us the numbers, and, and he's coming up next. He'll give us the numbers, well, you only average this much in the post. It's like, well, that's what people average now when there's no double teams and there's a really good post player. Can someone move the needle and then the change the game? The next Keep yeah, evolving. Right. The next Shaq over <laughs> my dead body. Well, that's what they said about the next Wilt, and then people said Shaq's the closest thing to Wilt it. All right, David Locke is coming up next. We'll run all this by him. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 The Zone.